0: Hello, welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Broadcast. To <sighs> another episode of podcast. We didn't do that in the last episode. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> Why do did you need to do it? <laughs> are, Since
1: know. when it established this
0: is tradition? Yeah lah, tradition. That's our intro meh. Tra- traditions Since are when? set up like this one. It's just, without you knowing, you realise that eh, it's a tradition. Okay. You didn't realise? No. Anyway, if you're watching this on YouTube, you realize that we are still wearing the same clothes.
1: Yeah, it's because we. Yeah,
0: we are, rec- we are recording this episode the same day as the last episode because actually I'll be away for a while, for about two to three weeks for work. So. It's three weeks, it's yeah. not two to three weeks. It's actually two weeks plus, then I want to extend another few more days. Yeah.
1: In. Actually, isn't it like a month actually?
0: No la. I'm leaving on 24th, I'm coming back on 16, 17, so it's 3 One, weeks, 1, 2, plus.
1: 3, three and a half weeks,
0: anyway, <laughs> three and a half weeks, anyway, just a month. Uh, here we are again, uh, today's topic is about...
1: I don't know, you're gonna come up with a title, yeah. so I, you should say
0: it. I don't know what's my title. But I guess this episode is something that, um...
1: Uh, it's a bit heavier.
0: Mm, a bit heavier, yeah. Um, I have made one video that kind of, kind of talk about, I not really talk about it, but kind of cover the same theme Uh. that Link would have pop up, I think. Think there. Yeah, you'll pop up over there. And is it there? No. Eh? Yeah, it's there, it's there, correct. So uh Yep, I'm talking we're talking about life and death. Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh. You know you a bit delayed, huh?
1: <laughs> Alright. <coughs>
0: oh, sorry, my throat not very good because I just recovered from a uh,
1: Mm, infection Yeah
0: <clears throat> Last episode I was I think it sounds weird I think my mic sounds weird But actually I think It's just my voice Lol uh, I suspect it's just my voice
1: And you've been like Fussing over it For the yeah. past t- Two hours Yeah Because
0: It sounds so weird Then I was like oh. <clears throat> And my throat feels very dry So hey, Pardon you me if water I keep please. Clearing my voice And all Yep Uh, I think For me how, sh- how do I even start this I just don't know Where to start this eh?
1: Um, maybe on like what's our personal view of death, death. okay what do you think yeah. happens after death
0: well we start from there
1: yeah
0: what is death Death. what's your what's your no maybe what's your experience with death so far not like experience it, it but like encounters
2: mm,
1: my grandparents passing away
0: mm-hmm. how long ago was that
1: mm. eh let me think very long ago. Like the most recent one. I can't remember how long ago already.
0: Was that it was Miami when School? I was...
1: In uni.
0: Uni uni is quite... Re- recent-ish. Right? That's like less than... 10 years. I
1: think you, uni but... Uni eh. was my... Mom's mother. She was living with us. So... Oh, yeah. Actually... Yeah. That told you
2: before.
1: Mm. It was like a Sunday morning then my parents went out to buy food so it like was just your, my she was still stay with you like. yeah 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 okay. so it was only my siblings and my ama. <clears throat> I think like you know old people always wake up very early uh. so uh, when she I think she probably woke up before us I think then like I wake up I go to the toilet then I saw like her door open I can't remember then yeah I just remember I found her on the floor next to her bed oh yeah, so she couldn't get up. They tried to help her up but she just couldn't
0: get up. She was like limp. La.
1: No, she was just like on the floor. But
0: was she still Yeah, she was conscious. conscious.
1: Yeah, yeah, but she couldn't get up. So then I called my parents and then my parents rushed back and then they called the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Then the ambulance took her then my parents went off with her then I think she just didn't come home after
0: that. Oh. Yeah. Like was she was hospitalized for a while or yeah, that trip Yeah, after back?
1: that then she hospitalized. Okay. Then they you, just went downhill from there.
0: Did, back then, do you know what like what was the reason? A
1: cancer, so like stage. So she was one. already uh, stage what? Stage, f- terminal I suppose. Terminal. Stage yeah,
0: stage four la. So think they never discovered. she was. But do you know that she had cancer for a while no? No, 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 no. Never knew. I think so. your parents never don't they don't know or they never tell you guys.
1: I don't know, <laughs> but you... I think it was just never discovered until then.
0: Uh. yeah. So when she faint, do, you, do you, Did she faint or she just like lost strength? Don't yeah, know.
1: yeah. Lost strength. She just couldn't get up. Oh, wow. Quite scary. And it was just. Yeah. It was so like. Sudden. So. Yeah. And then it also like. I, mean, yeah, I think I remember it was unique because I was taking a creative writing course and then I wrote a haiku about it. Oh. And then the haiku was something about like empty bed, and, like hope in our hearts. Then my teacher asked, Oh, is this. Like, is this poem talking about a lover? And I was like, ah, t- No. It's not. <laughs>
0: Whoa. oh shit <laughs> it went it went another it's way it's like nope I guess it's like different interpretation right that's art right yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah you're correct Yuni. so anyway yeah then I think I was just quite sobering because when she was like limp on the floor and then she was weak not limp she was just couldn't get up and I think she like wet herself oh. so then I had to like clean it up after mm-hmm. that because my parents went off. Mm. So that is when it was like, oh, like, it's not like it's dirty, but it's ugly, you know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah. it's like just you like, you cannot even
1: put your like, somebody you care job. about in that kind of ugly situation. Mm. Like, you cannot imagine that happening. Mm. Yeah, so that was uni. But yeah, I guess that's quite a mal. I think she was in Hospice or so? Eventually. I think so. From hospital, she went to wait, So Wait,
0: so from that moment... I think that
1: was like the... What's that? Palliative care stage, really.
0: Palliative. You mean... Wait, so... Before, prior, she, that incident where she fell...
1: She was walking around. She even went to the factory to do work, So that, around she, Before paper. that, she
0: was like normal. Enough. So that was the kickstart. The downhill. Down from that point to her passing away, how long was that? I can't remember. Was it like... It's not like within weeks, right? It's like no. months. Mm-mm, probably. And they discovered more issue. Yeah, yeah. Because you okay, know, they okay. say, that's why I, they I, say
1: people yeah. old people fall down. Very scary. Yeah.
0: I, I, initially, I thought when you talk about that incident, I thought it's like right after that, she passed away. Nah, no, okay, no, no, no. So okay, so that kind of kickstart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, yeah, she's just gone. No? Mm. Then it was just, after that, it was just the cremation. Because yeah. Singapore have to cremate, right? Yeah. And then putting in the urn and all that, it's just like seeing how... Upset, my mother was, and then just like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: couldn't imagine. You know, before that happening, you didn't know that people could be so, be grieving until yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's very different when you are experiencing firsthand versus Still like imagining it, hearing or like like just like attending wakes. You know, yeah. when you're not that connected to that person who's deceased.
1: Yeah, right? I think it was because like I was like in uni then and I just didn't know how to process. Uh, so, uh. it's just this. like I I don't know what to do I don't know what to say mm. you don't know what to feel mm. then life goes on right mm. I still go to school and
0: so yeah, yeah. I don't think especially in Singaporean context we are never we never learn how to grieve really yeah I even until now I, I'll say a lot a lot of people who at least for kids like I guess it's normal for kids to know not know how to grieve uh, yeah like like you said well, you also don't know what to do right? like if you, you've never been in a situation it's like what to say how should you feel mm. yeah like at the moment like seeing your parents cry your, your mom cried yeah yeah, seeing your parents cry is like also a sort of rude awakening right like well, never you never see them like as state. another human yeah. another individual yeah, because you are that young also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mm. so yeah. that was your income. Yeah. yeah, Previously,
1: like... it was just like grandparents that was like my father's side. <clears throat> Not very close.
0: Not close.
1: So just a that. That was just like oh dialogue, you know. Uh, cool as is say, but as a kid, you really don't
0: don't process Connect it, it yeah, la. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Then my oh, because my father's side like, the grandma passed away before I was even born. Mm. Then my. Mom side the father passed away before I was born so mm. the grandfather mm. so it was just two grandparents mm. so I never had many grandparents to begin with mm. yeah
0: mm. what's that talking talk Your talk, talk maybe stop talking not talking but talk talk talking okay Uh. <laughs> what a way to break the whole momentum of this podcast
1: All right what uh-huh. about uh-huh. oh, yourself
0: Mm. Yeah, this one. So, my dad has passed away for actually many, many years. Actually, the most recent one was my grandma. Mm. She's the last uh living grandparent that I have. Oh, yeah, from my, your dad's side? Mom. Or your mom's side. My dad's side, the grandparents have never seen them. Because when I'm born, both of them have already passed away. Mm. In fact, my dad's dad passed away when he was quite young, also. Like eighteen or so, yeah,
1: was it a common
0: mm, yeah, so if like- I have a kid, I <laughs> uh, said, so, did oh no, <laughs> then maybe I shouldn't have kids, <laughs> so it means that I can come now begin in a kid's and the kid is born what the hell? sixteen years, eighteen years old <laughs> shit, fuck, I <laughs> said,
1: how old were you when your dad passed away,
0: so the when he passed away he was I was sixteen, so that year I was like four and it was going A-levels. A- O-levels. 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 Yeah. And I still remember clearly. He, it's very re- easy to remember his uh, death anniversary because it's 1st April. <laughs> so it's on April Fool's Day. Yeah. So there's I think for <clears throat> my dad. My dad passed away from cancer. Like he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, I think when I was in... We found out when I was in sec two... I can remember sec two because um, I can remember there was this incident where I was in school. Mm. And I was sitting down. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, I started crying in class. Oh. Like, out of the blue. Was it out of the blue? I felt like it was like out of the blue. It, it, there wasn't anything that triggered it. I started crying. And everybody was confused. <laughs> Everyone's confused. The teacher was damn confused. The teacher didn't know what to do. Yeah, my... my my friends also didn't know what to say or what to do. They just saw me cry. I just... I can't remember how it, like, resolved. Mm. I just, like, I guess they can't kind of comfort me and crying. I don't remember if, like, teachers really asked what happened. Mm. Yeah. And I can remember that happening in the classroom and I can recall that it's likely to be insect too
2: 2.
0: Mm. So I think prior... Oh my god. Can they not do construction now? So prior to that, uh... My dad, uh, he was complaining of back aches. Yeah, very bad back aches. So, yeah, so he's like, oh, it's like those kind of back aches that doesn't go away and it's in a bit like pain. So he he, he thought it was like muscle, muscle skeletal thing. So sometimes at night he was like, hey, come and help me step on my back. <laughs> so he would lie down. Yeah, I mean, that time I was still quite, I mean, two. I don't think, fully go through puberty yet so I'm still not saying very big size mm. yeah so I was like stepping on his back They like try to massage la oh my god I'm so sorry if you can hear the talk talk <laughs> talk damn it stop talking I'm doing a podcast here okay anyway i, I just keep going and uh, so what's ne- what happened next uh? yeah so after that um, he went for a full body checkup at a clinic and uh I think back then what I remember was that the two the stool samples indicated that he might have cancer. Oh. I don't know what what was the details, but that was what I remember. Yeah, so because of that they actually suspected that uh he has intestinal cancer. Mm-hmm. So I remember going he had to go for scope, then my I think I followed along. He went for the scope scope come out results actually they say saying there's nothing wrong mm. so actually at that point we were like kind of like oh maybe it's a cancer lah. maybe it's something else mm. so, so in the in some same sense we're kind of like oh there's some there's some like relief yeah but I don't know what happened next and it went for more scans and so on and they found out that it was lung cancer mm. yeah and it was already stage 4 because the definition of stage 4 is that it spread yeah spread to other organs ah yeah. And one of the other organs is his bones. Oh. Which is why he was feeling all the back aches. Yeah. So, so it was already terminal lah in some ways when we, when we found out that he has cancer. Yeah. So, after that, um, after that, mm, long, um, life become very different. Yeah. Because my mom, after that, she, she needed to start to quit a job and take care of my dad because my dad started going to, through all the therapy la. Mm. so like chemo he even went for radio he lost all his hair he lost appetite he lost a lot of weight yeah and then the house atmosphere also becomes quite um, dark mm. right like I didn't at that I think at that age I also didn't really know how to process mm. Yeah, so in some ways, I also started going to my friend's house more. Yeah, mm. come home a bit later, like six, seven pm, even though school ends at like one thirty, two pm. Yeah, cause I just didn't like being at home, you know. Yeah, then. Sec for... uh. So I remember he was hospitalized one or two weeks before he passed away. Hmm. I think one, one to two months now. One month. Maybe one month before he passed away. I can't remember details. But uh, I think he had some infection. So he stayed in the hospital. So at, before, prior to that, he, he most of the time he's at home. Uh, and actually at that time, I couldn't understand. And I found, I find him being selfish because he refuses to be... He doesn't like to be hospitalized. Mm. Yeah. So every time there's an offer for him in the hospital, he doesn't want to hospitalized. I'm, then I was upset in the sense that I felt like he was making my mom's life difficult. Because my mom is not a professional health care giver. So I thought like, oh, at least you being in the hospital, the nurses know what to do. If there's any problem, you're in pain, they, they can immediately attend to you and give you what you exactly need. Mm. Yeah. And I never understood back then that, you know, that it's really very depressing. It sucks your life away when you, you're in a hospital. Yeah. So I remember <clears throat> he was trying to recover for like one to two weeks. We go visit him often. And then one of the days I still remember he seems like he got better. He was like eating properly, eating well. Yeah. Then suddenly the next day after that, I remember that that like image. And then the next day he was unconscious. Mm. So apparently he got some infection. I think at that stage where your body is so weak it's very hard for you to fight against infections. I think most of the time when, when people passed away from some of these issues, problems, it's not they die exactly from that cause. It's something else, but their body is so weak, weakened by whatever disease they have or whatever cancer they have, they succumb to these small infections mm. very easily. Mm. Yeah, so so I think my dad was one of those kind of cases. Lah. He got some infection. He, he fell into a coma. Yeah then for the next few days he was he he just didn't wake up la. he was just unconscious then uh, I remember one very um uh, incident where he kind of woke up mm. but he was he was he wasn't himself he was hallucinating I think because he woke up he he panicked. Yeah, he panicked in the sense that he he said that he couldn't see. Mm. So his hands was like raising up. He was like trying to reach out to people. He panicked. Then he was like shouting. Yeah. Then, then at the side, we were like, we also didn't know what to do, right? So we tried to calm him down. Try to go to beside his ear. we tell him, like, we are here. We are still here. We are still here. It's okay. You know, don't worry. We are still here with you we're here, yeah, don't panic. Yeah, I don't remember how that resolved lah, but that was quite a, it was quite a, a scary moment. Mm. Yeah, seeing him in that state also. Yeah, I think after that, the doctor gave him more more morphine. Yeah, to take away the pain and that put him back into coma. Oh. Yeah, so I think it reached a point where the doctor said that the chances of him recovering from all this is very, very very low. Mm. Yeah, and He's most likely not gonna survive from this episode, this prob- this condition right now, lah. Right now the doctor, the only thing the doctor could do is just give him more and more morphine. Mm. Yeah, and IV drips and whatever. So the doctor spoke to I think my mom. So my mom came to me and my sis. So we talked, we talked, we talked, and then uh, what happened? So the doc she, she said that the the doctor asked whether we want him to stay on this or we have the option of taking away the glucose mm. drip. So basically you take away glucose drip means you no know energy, right? You run out of energy. So eventually he'll pass away, la. So I think at the time we felt like it was better for him to go la. because seeing him suffer in that state, it just, it's like never ending. The mm. suffering is never ending. And, at the point we also have seen him suffer for so long for the past two years, going through all that bullshit uh chemo uh seeing him becoming lesser and lesser of a person. Mm. Yeah, so we said okay, let's take off the glucose drip, and then, <clears throat> and then for a few days we were a few days. So in some ways we were like waiting for him to pass away. La. Yeah. So. So I think for three days. For three days we were waiting by his bedside. La. We stayed at the hospital. I think. Did we even go home? I think we did go home to bathe. The bathe really we didn't. We just come back to the hospital. Yeah. Then. uh. So after three days. He was still. Like he was still breathing. Then me and my sister we were like quite. Tired. From, like, waiting. Yeah. So, I remember... That was 1st April. So, so I think the day before 1st April, we... uh, We... We took... Me and my sis told my mum that we want to go back to school mm. for that one day. Yeah. So, I remember that day, the next day, I had checked common test. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, no, I'm just going to go to school at least one day. Then, after school, I'll come back. Yeah. So, my sis also. so... Left. So I remember we went to school the next day. I couldn't do the test. I couldn't do anything because obviously never study, never go through anything and, then, and my mental state wasn't there mm. I couldn't concentrate at all. So I kind of like submitted a blank paper. Yeah. Then uh after that I told my teacher that I cannot concentrate. I think I'll go back. Yeah. So I remember coming home, you just to like take a break And I was like Okay relax a bit I was like okay I'm gonna leave home Soon Like before lunch Then go to the hospital But So I was like Taking a break And suddenly I received a call From my mom, mm. Saying my dad has passed Yeah So So I rushed down And I remember very clearly That day Because That period I think it was in year for a Year what 2004 2004 2004 wow that year was the SARS period. Oh. Was it SARS? SARS. Yeah. yeah, SARS. So, I remember back then, the, the hospital, every time you had to go in to visit your relatives or whatever in the ward, you had to take temperature, I think. Yeah. Or like wear masks or whatever. It, basically, you had to register a name. La. They need to keep a log of who is there, who is not there. Yeah. So, I remember on 1st April was the day where they finally stopped this whole thing. Mm. So, it's like, Asali can just walk into the hospital. mm yeah, so we went in, yeah, and I think I arrived first before my sis, yeah. So I arrived, then, uh, yeah, basically seeing past the radio, uh, the tubes are all taken away from him, he just, they're just there, motionless. I don't remember my mom crying at that point, Uh, but my sis cried. The mm. mo- When she arrived la- a bit later, she actually cried really hard in front of my dad uh, I think at that point I haven't cried yet mm. because you know they always say like no the guy the, the only guy in the family you have to be strong for like that's what my relatives have been telling me like I'm not like the main guy in the family I need to be strong for my family mm. so on so I guess in some sense it's like okay I need to be strong for my family I shouldn't cry so I didn't didn't cry at all <laughs> Yeah, then Let me
1: take tissue for you. <laughs>
0: uh, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. Then uh what happened? I still remember vividly like the they have to drag the body out to another place. Mm. Then they needed someone to the comp- company, So I went with him, with the person, then they put us in this huge lift. Mm. Yeah, so it's just me. Then when the door closed, it's just it's just very quiet. It's just me my dad who is lying down there with the blanket over his head mm. yeah and then the guy who's bringing us there and I, I don't remember what we were doing <laughs> actually it just I think preparing the body to be for the for the funeral mm. yeah so they're, they're moving the body yeah so after that me and my mom my, me and my mom since we came back and I remember sitting in the void deck waiting for them to set up the, you know, like the Chinese way. Yeah. They'll set up the tables everything. We're sitting there. So me and my sis, we, we talk a bit lah. And I remember we, the, the main thing we felt at that time wasn't so much of sad, was a sense of relief. Yeah. Because after going through, after looking back, like like, what has happened to him, what he had to go through, And then also thinking about the last few moments that he had. And he was just having basically morphine and IV into him. Yeah. Mm. Then for us, it was a huge sense of relief. Mm. Yeah. Then... I think I didn't cry at all. All the way until when they cremated him. Yeah, I remember... I remember also on the day of the week which is basically sending him for the the last day of the week I was send him for cremation. My mom couldn't follow. Mm. I th- there was some um, Chinese reasoning behind that. Mm. I don't know why it, but she couldn't follow. So I remember my mom when they are b- b- t- about to take his body to the van usually you'll you have that so-called final journey with that whoever person. When they take the body away my mom cried so hard that she she fainted mm. yeah had to avoid that yeah then they brought the body out cremated it yeah then I realised that um there's one the key thing I've learned back then was that um the importance of grieving mm. because I think I never really grieved during that whole period mm. yeah and and I, I was like okay I need a bit strong I need a bit strong I shouldn't cry so much but after that that incident after the whole thing the like the the years after that every time I spoke a bit about my dad anything just talking a bit about it right I would start bawling mm. yeah it became this thing that I I guess I never really healed yeah I kind of like cover it up but the moment I talk about it, the floodgates open. Mm. Like, even now, now actually, I handle it so much better. Yeah, back then, if the moment I start talking about, like, especially the incident where you see him, like, saw him, like, like, struggling in the, in the hospital bed, wow, that one was the most tear-jerking one. The moment I think about it, I will start bawling. Mm. Yeah. So, I thought that grieving was important because I think at that point, I was I was very physically on moving on. Mm. Yeah. So I never really like grieved or what. Yeah. Mm. So nowadays when I, especially when my friends um, encounter the same uh, similar issues or like when things happen. Yeah. One of the key things I always tell them is to grieve. Yeah. I think grieving is very important because you need that outlet. You need mm. to let it out at least once. Yeah. And And if you don't, I feel like it will Fester in a lot of other ways And you will, I think it will Hurt you in the longer run Mm. Yeah So, I guess uh, This episode, like, made me Appreciate life a lot more at a younger age Mm. In some ways, I'm kind of forced to grow up also Yeah, like Like, you, you start thinking about, like, oh what would life be like without one more person ha you your 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 like your foundation at home is shaken mm. yeah it's like it's not gonna be the same yeah and at that younger age, I didn't really know what to do, so you're not i'm also not mature enough to fully um understand the how things will change at home yeah so mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I in some ways I'm grateful in the sense that I grew up quite fast mm. because of that. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like super mature, but yeah, I I I feel like there are, there are things that I was able to see and do that a lot of people at my age at that time wasn't able to appreciate as much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of learning lessons and also like the idea that he passed away on 1st April to me it was memorable and I, found, I felt that like it felt like it in some ways it could be just a message telling me that you know um, in some ways at the start I remember I was like is, is this like whatever higher being is there a god is like playing a joke at, at me because it's not funny right. But at the same time, after a while, I also appreciate the fact that... Um, like... Like... Life is short la, And... We shouldn't be too... Uptight about a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. So... You know, enjoy life. Be happy. Have fun. Don't take things too seriously. You know. Yeah. yeah. There's no time for you to to be too upset about a lot of other things. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how I managed to kind of resolve it in myself. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: So, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the story. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. But, but I think like, 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 the whole grieving process and like the whole thing, actually, the the healing process takes very long. Mm. Yeah, I would have to. I would to say that now I'm. I can say that I have moved on. Like mm. if if now I talk about it, I might still tear up a bit, but but I wouldn't be bawling. Yeah. So like I think like the moving on stage, at the start is, every small thing you realize that it 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 triggers the memory. Mm. You know, like, like, just being able to call someone dead you know, like the first meal without him, the first dinner without him, the first uh, you know um, dinner at my grandma's place without him, mm. yeah, without him coming pick us up, uh, the first Father's Day, his first birthday, my first birthday without him, yeah, all these all these things, kind of like, uh, it just keep comes out, mm. like oh he's not here, he's not here, he's not here. So you get this constant reminder that he's not here. And every time I thought about it, it, it hurts lah. You know. Yeah. But over time, you you do get used to it. Yeah. And mm. uh, you... After a while, you also realise that eh, I'm thinking less about it. That's where I also realise that I have slowly moved on la. Yeah. So, yeah, I think grieving is very important. Because... And also the idea that, you know, like in some ways, the way I saw it is because I'm not religious, right? You know, you don't think about like, like, oh, he went to heaven or whatever shit. But like, in some ways, I saw, the way I saw it is like, he kind of have passed, but his existence is still in me. Mm. Like, like how he have brought me up in certain ways or, or things. His influence. Sometimes the things I do are because of his influence. Yeah. So my dad was kinda also a bit like a joker kinda. Uh. Mm. Yeah. He likes to disturb me, disturb my, my sis, yeah, make make stupid motions. you know, these are some of <laughs> the things you see me to me. I think in some ways those are the things that that he has influenced me. And mm. I found that I found comfort in knowing that um some of these things that he is is still within me. His existence is still within me. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's something that I've managed to find appreciation for and uh, something that I'm grateful for. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's a really, really long story. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really... I mean, I've told a few friends about story, this story. yeah. And I remember Gohan's is the OCIP. We are like ser- sharing session. Like, HD, yeah. Yeah, so it's like everybody going around sharing a uh, story. I remember very clearly. I remember one of my friends, uh, he's my close friend, I think you know who, Xu Chong. Oh, Xu Chong. Yeah, because Xu Chong's mom was, uh, during uni, he, his mom was diagnosed with leukemia. Oh. Yeah. I think now she's in remission. So she's a bit better. Uh, but back then, he was also struggling with this thing. And I was there for him. Like I tried to give him some advice on what to do, what to approach. And I was, I was trying to be there for him like, at that period. Yeah, so I remember during that session, I think he was the first or second guy who needed to share. He starts sharing about his mother. Oh, shit. I tell you, at the side of there, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, I cannot I just, whoa, i just holding me, i hold holding I cry a bit. i hold holding in. And when he thought, he was emotional also. Wow, it's my turn. Uh. It's my turn. The moment I say one, I choked already, I started choking, I couldn't I couldn't say anything. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: So that was quite quite yeah. That was like the building up. And the moment I talked about it, I started oh, bawling. Mm. Yeah. So in some ways, like death is this concept where I mean for people, especially like Christians when they talk about this these things things they're like oh we are returning back to the the god he- or oh, to, to God Lord or right? something like
1: that yeah. yeah I think so to
0: heaven yeah but for like not religious people like myself like Death is a concept that you have to learn to deal with and learn to grapple with yeah so in some way sometimes I also envy like religious people like they are able to just accept it have that that comfort the comf- they can seek comfort in those things that they believe in right? yeah uh, for myself, it's like oh, at the start it, it's so scary, right? To to think about not existing, especially as you grow older, you have that sense of self awareness, like the con- being conscious of yourself, of what you feel and what you see. Yeah, but uh, so at the start it's like very scary. Like, oh shit, how am I gonna deal with this? Or like, what is the final moment of death gonna be like? Mm. Yeah. but after a while you also realise that thinking about all these things doesn't do anything <laughs> yeah, so it's like firstly it's pointless to think about all such things mm. Yeah. And secondly the fact that because you're going to die at, this, at the end of the day uh, you should be more uh, I mean it affects the way
1: you live your life
0: yeah you should, you should be more productive not productive but you should do more la, in the short time that you have like, do more in sense of what you want to do. Do more in terms of what you want to do for the people around you. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think if we are all immortals, we'll just take things for granted forever. Mm. Yeah. So I think having that end point, like anything, right? in Like projects or whatever. Having an end point helps you to be more focused. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. That's... Nothing to be scary about death is as natural as breathing. Mm. I feel. Yeah. Even if we don't exist, then we don't exist. Lah. Then no moving on, lah. you know. But like while you exist, then let's do something about it, lah, you know. Let's be be you know, try to be nice to people, you know, uh, try to be understanding to people. If people you know if, if people need help we try to help them. The small mm. things that you can do la. yeah I mean I'm not a saint I'm not always trying to help people right I people with signs like if you don't give <laughs> my, you don't donate to me I'll go hungry yeah. it doesn't mean that I will go and donate to you but in general like my friends and so on sometimes when I feel lucky I will donate sometimes if I don't feel lucky I'll earn but in general like people that you love and you care for you try to be good to them You know, people who are nice to you, good to you, don't try not to take it for granted. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Any thought?
1: No, just thanks for sharing. Oh.
0: Yeah. Mm. a long Thanks for scratching my. Mini hug. Mini hug. (laughs) Mini hug. Yeah, I feel so bad. I feel so good now. You
1: hear my voice? Is hugging you.
0: Okay. Enough. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, there was this uh, there was this uh, TED talk mm. I think I'm gonna link it in the description or whatever about like life and death mm. I can't remember who is it from but it talks about like the whole hospital thing like hospital being a very
1: dehumanizing way yeah the die like, tubes Police
0: to die four walls yeah so that's why they talk about like oh, how palliative care is important. Yeah. You know, it's about the quality of the life remaining rather than you trying to extend the qu quantity. Mm. Yeah. Like let's say now we can we can go on to the this point about um life support. You know, oh. if let's say if let's say you are gonna die soon.
1: What does life support mean?
0: It means that most likely you are you can let's say for example you cannot breathe by your own. Mm. There's, there's an external machine that helps you breathe. You're already like unconscious.
1: Oh, so my body has essentially <laughs> already shut down and given up. Maybe, yeah. But there's no way of recovering, la.
0: Yeah. Then? Like, do, will, will, will you want to like preemptively tell people around you that, oh, please take me off life support? Don't.
1: Yeah. Right. Because I'm only. They're only prolonging their own suffering. I'm already gone. <laughs>
0: No, you have, you said that you have a friend who said that, right?
1: <laughs> I don't think she'll listen. So yeah, okay, we can share this story. Yeah, so you said that
0: you a friend who who said that if her sister is it, yeah, is on life yeah. support, she won't. Uh... She want her. She want your friend to, to take her off life support, right, or something. Is it? Oh no, you, I don't remember whether the one, right?
1: I don't remember her sisters whether her sister said that, but she said that she won't.
0: If her sister is on life support, she, she would not take her. Sister she will take off. her off life support. Yeah, yeah.
1: She will like keep it going as long as it can.
0: Yeah, what do you think? Because
1: she says she won't give up on.
0: Won't give up sister. on her, right? Yeah, yeah. I find that that is so fucking selfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I feel like it's not fair to the person. Who is in that condition. Mm. Prolonging that person's suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, like for me, I, I I mean, my thoughts are the same in terms of like, if let's say I'm at that stage already. Yeah. But one way business, to
1: look at it is that if I'm already gone, like brain dead.
0: Then there's no point.
1: Then I'm also not even conscious to realize that my body is suffering. So the only person suffering here is the person who chose to put me on life support. Continue putting your uh, life support.
0: Because they cannot move on.
1: Yeah. So then it becomes not my problem. Really that's
0: true. I mean... Uh, uh, but the problem is you may not even... you. We never know whether these people are brain are still, still
1: conscious. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's the scary part.
1: Yeah, that's the scary part. If I'm stuck in my body and then... I know I'll never be able to get out. Mm. It's like, just let me out. <laughs> let me go into the abyss.
0: Yeah. That's the worst, right? Yeah, like you that's cannot communicate the worst. to people around you. What you want, you're right? You're conscious, but like you're suffering. You're in pain. Yeah. But you can't tell anyone. Yeah. Wow, that's the most fucked up one. Yeah. That's like the worst. So culture. then that that's would like, be. That's like I wouldn't even wish that upon my enemies.
1: Because yeah. that's like, wow. Yeah. So I guess that is selfish if that person is still conscious. Mm.
0: I always feel. I feel like, like you know, people always say like, uh. Like, they tell whoever who is suffering, like, you know, you're suffering a lot, but you know, uh, if you don't want to live for yourself, then live for me, you know. <laughs> like, you, you, you must still do it. You must still go through this treatment. You must go through that, you know. themselves selfish. Like, in some ways, I know that you're caring for that person. But at the same time, I realise that when people do things like this, you are wanting them to live on for your own sake.
1: Uh, yeah, but then, I guess, also another, on the flip side, is that person the other people are helping the person to find a reason to fight lah. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, like, giving up smoking or something.
0: Yeah. But I always feel like, like, when people force others to go on treatment or whatever when they don't want to, ah, I'm being Mm. very selfish. I I mean, I can understand, but at the same time, you shouldn't impose what you want on them.
1: What if it's like, giving the person a kick you know like the kick that they need to do something to but, help themselves
0: but is that what they need if let's say they are being forced to do things against their will mm. you know like somehow some uh, children will will, will like like some cho- children will call us their, you know, their elderly parents to to go force them to medicine or whatever yeah I mean it's a hard is is a uh, there's, there's no black and white lah. There's no like right or wrong. Yeah, but me personally going through it, I also realized. Uh, that sometimes. At moments like this, you're also still thinking about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, don't want to yeah. lose this person. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like. Like, if I'm given the choice, I would. I, I will need to choose la. I should be able to choose la, because ultimately firstly it's my life la. Like, I, I'll choose quality over quantity la. Mm. you know and yeah um, you telling me to live longer is like if people think that I'm being selfish for choosing to live a shorter life then that person is also being selfish at the same time you wanting me to live a longer life when I don't want to. You know? So <laughs>
1: That sounds like euthanasia. <laughs> yeah, which is illegal. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean I actually in some ways I am in support for euthanasia. Yeah. Cause Yeah, life is important and so on, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's easy for everyone to say this until like, you are suffering. Every fibre of your body is suffering. Yeah, forever in pain, you're yeah, like forever taking drugs. You know, you are not yourself anymore because your mind is not functioning properly because of all the drugs that you're taking. Mm. Yeah, you, I, I, yeah. When those people say like, "Oh, you no, know, life is beautiful," well, <laughs>
1: this, yeah, yeah, this reminds you of the arguments for and against abortion,
0: <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, a kind of.
0: Well, but then that, that's another, another debate by its own, right? Yeah, so it is. A but euthanasia, I, I do, I, I wouldn't say like, I never really thought about which side I am on because I usually try to sit Be on the neutral. fence. neutral. Yeah. But now that I think about it, I do support euthanasia. I don't like campaign for it, but, but I can see how euthanasia can, can give the kind of, uh, what's that word? Uh? A graceful death. Yeah. Yeah. Some form of graceful death, like, What's the point to have a life when you no longer feel human anymore? Mm. That's not the kind of... I I don't want to die not being human Mm. anymore. Not able to to think and process as a human anymore. Yeah, I think that's...
1: Just a creature of pain. Yeah,
0: Mm. I think that's worse. Yeah. Yeah. You want to share about a bit about the project on the death uh, You had done a F- is it your FYP? Yeah. Final year project. Yeah. Were there any key takeaways you felt during? You brief. You do you want to briefly talk about that that project first? What uh, was it about? You have time. Have have have. We still have. I, uh, I know. I, I spoke like more. You barely had few words. Uh, it's okay. In this podcast. <laughs> It's called bald
1: cars. It's not called event cast. so...
0: You want to be bald too. Uh, Then you, be, you can uh, be... No thanks.
1: It. I'm already balding. Thanks. So I hate it when people standing behind me, actually. Oh, why? Yeah. I feel self-conscious. Like, I got bald spot, you know? You can tell.
0: I... I... I I, I can understand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I so I feel self-conscious, but it's like... Ayah! Why, well, it's just well, well, got balding well, spot, well, lah. But anyway, I did... But FYP on death... So because I did comm school right then we can choose whatever project we want to do. Uh yeah. So a group of us got together to do an interactive online documentary. Basically what it means is that we uh it's online, it's a website. It combines all sorts of uh, medium like video, uh infographic uh and uh, articles. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we went to interview People from different backgrounds, different faiths, on what they think about death. Mm. So we approach people who work in palliative care. We approach people who are terminal patients. Mm. We approach people who are the funeral services. Yeah, so we talk about what they think death is. Mm. Yeah, then uh.
0: Was there? A, yeah. Was there? A- is there something that learned through that project that like that makes you see death in a certain way?
2: Mm.
1: I think it's like when you talk to even the terminal cancer patients Mm. Mm. it's like life goes on Mm. even when they know their days are limited but what they can do is just to continue living what with what they have left. It's not like, life is, when life is limited, still. then you need to, you know, do, do this great thing, or go on to this great trip, or, uh, is them just still living,
0: how they can, life. yeah.
1: yeah, Like, so, what they do is that, they will come to this daycare centre, so the, the nurses will like, arrange programmes for them, throughout the day, to just, keep, keep them active lah. So mm. some of them, live alone, you know, mm. yeah. So, it, for them it's, it's like that community so I guess so community yeah. is important mm.
2: Mm.
1: yeah now
0: yeah. that you talk about that I talk about how I think the idea of death humbles us mm. you know like in the face of death everybody's equal right mm. in the face of death um, we like it's never about the fame it's never about being successful it's not about it's not about you know who has the most money right And the end of the day when, when when death when death comes knocking on your door yeah you you, you just want to have that yeah, sense well,
1: of you never know we haven't been to death yet how do you know there's no special section somewhere in hell for all the rich people or like hey I want your autograph okay I can
0: go hey, in for- that's the section of the lawyers <laughs> <laughs> Wow, oh, oh, hey, doctor's
1: got a special they, section.
0: They damn close to the furnace, yeah. <laughs> hey, I over here lawyers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, haven't <laughs> been there yet. You know, maybe the pearly gates when you open it depends on like, hey, how much money you have. No,
0: like if I see how is it's like, fuck. <laughs> Religion was right hell, <laughs> along <How> <laughs> Should have gone to church. Damn me, you know, I'm condemned for eternity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, 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 get right. yeah, yeah. Equal, yeah. Yeah. Because equal in a sense, that everybody dies. Uh. Yeah. doesn't matter how matter how rich you are, how famous you are, yeah. Yeah. how many people worship you, you are still yeah. gonna die. Yeah. But then these people, they could be, they want to live on in history. Mm. You know,
0: mm. that's how. They but then
1: also, like, what what's the point if you already dead la?
0: immortality Immortality,
1: immortality for who you also in, can't in be in there that to enjoy or, it
0: in that sense oh. yeah. it's like living a amok right everybody thinks about what, it's like what, how, so- how Socrates and Aristotle are yeah. still
1: being talked about today yeah. and it's been it, millennia since they yeah, died but it's just the name
0: you yeah. don't even know how they look the, like yeah. or whatever but
1: their words live on you see
0: mm.
1: and then, like, and, so what and, so what and their ideas continue to shape
0: yeah. how we think today that's true but like yeah. so
1: what so what like, it, I mean it, it, that means they still got an impact on really the world lah right even but then it's because it's so what because they're not even alive to enjoy it so yeah so what yeah,
0: yeah so what but yeah but i mean i can understand like, people wanting to leave an like, impact in the world yeah in some of course. ways like i guess when younger is so naive when i was younger i was so naive also thinking about all these things but yeah. as i grow older older it's like mm, like so what you know even I'm also if dead. i can leave impact in my own way to the people that i care about i think to me, that's more important.
1: Yeah, and I think it's also when you grow up, you realize not everybody will be important. Yeah. Not everybody can be, like,
0: you. Yeah. yeah, and that like, a lot of people you also don't need to care about how they think or see or whether they need to know you.
1: Like,
0: yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: So, how do you think?
0: Like your view of death shape the way you live. I think... I think it's something that I not don't really constantly think about. I think when I first have that awareness, mm. which I probably think it's in primary school or something. When I have, first I have awareness, I have that sense of fear. Mm. Yeah. And I just kind of like tuck it aside, tuck it aside. yeah. Now that I grow older, it's something that I...
2: Mm,
0: I don't... I still don't think about it all the time, right? Because why think about something that you have no control over, right? And most is like you try to live a healthy life. You try to, you know. But you decide. can't really control it. Yeah, way, like yeah. but there are other things that that you can't fully control. Like yeah. I kind of also accepted the fact that most likely I'm gonna get cancer <laughs> in in the future. You know, yeah. Cause my my dad, I think my his my granddad from my dad's side might be, might have. They have no idea no idea what he died from lah. Like. Cause that was quite. Earlier on. Yeah. So what I can do is just try to be healthy lah. My dad, I wouldn't say he has the most healthiest.
1: Have you gone for a full body checkup yet?
0: Oh, not yet. How, how
1: old are, are you also? already? Yeah. 21.
0: <laughs> yeah. Plus 10. Yeah. But, mm, how do I shape up? I guess more accepting as it being natural. Mm. Yeah. Like I said, like like, I'm also grateful that when someone close to me is going through this griefing, sorry, I'm not crying. Just my nose is blocked. Okay. When, when my friend is, is have to grieve or like someone close to them passed away. I I know I, I'm, I'm not afraid to step forward to give a hand, Mm. you know, I'm not afraid to quickly drop them a message. Say like, like telling them that, Hey, you know, yeah it's okay to, to grieve and I'll be here if you need to talk. Mm. Yeah, just trying to be there for them and ask them. Like them, like just attending a, a funeral wake can mean a lot to them also. Just spending some time with them. Yeah, just checking on them whether they're okay. I think these are a lot of small things that that all of us can do la, when mm-hmm. someone, like your, when, your, when, when your friend or, or someone close to you who has someone close to them passed away. I think these are small things, small gestures that you can do. Offer to say, uh, to just say like, if you need a year, just drop me a text. Once this is over, let's hang out. Mm. Let's go eat something. Let's talk about it. And don't be afraid to, to, I feel like you don't have to be afraid to trigger them. As long as you come, as long as you're, what you're Mm. doing is trying to be concerned, trying to know more, you know, like, like, don't be afraid to ask, like, what happened to them, let, let them share, I, I, I think sometimes, some people, they just want to share, mm. yeah, so that when you hear the story, you are also, then, also being, a, be able to more, be more, empathetic, 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 to them, you know, know where they're coming from, knowing how hey. close they are,
1: maybe it's empathetic,
0: I feel like it's empathetic.
1: Maybe empathetic is the other one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think these are small things that everyone can do lah. Yeah. When, when... Oops. Empathetic
1: is correct. My bad.
0: My English better. Better. My English is better. Yeah lah, yeah lah, yeah, yeah, yeah Maybe yeah. let's, let's go to the last part. I want to ask you this. How... Okay. How do you want to die? If let's say you have a choice
1: <laughs> I want to die immediately I, I mean as in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> Step <laughs> Like whatever happens To meet you I want death to be instant
0: Instant yeah. No pain Nothing.
1: Yeah correct I don't even want to be aware Like oh fuck I'm dying You know just like Oh that's it <laughs> Like oh. you know like, You know when I see cockroach Like ah And then I'm dead You know <laughs> I don't want a, a point of Consciousness Where I'm then like death, I'm sus- death
0: server right Cause like, of death <laughs> See <seagull> cockroach <laughs> You'll be on your like, death side.
1: Like imagine if death Come from the back That kind of situation So I'm not even aware of it oh. Cause I don't even want to Have any split second To regret anything Oh You know I mean. Yeah So it's best if like It's an instant death Wow. K.O. Mm. Yeah I want
0: to for me, I w- as long as I don't Actually, I don't know what I think about it. I was just thinking I wanted to say like as long as I don't deteriorate into someone that isn't me
2: anymore. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, I just don't want, as, as long as that's and, and I don't want to be in pain for long periods of time. I think that will be perfect. Th- death, die in my sleep. Oh. I think that's the death that everybody wish for, right? yeah. I guess what like also in some ways like you're not you don't know you're not in pain you just go Mm. yeah I think that's like the ideal state Mm. of dying (laughs) 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 death death by death by sleeping (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. just being staying being human uh, being myself because my grandma she had she had dementia oh right mm-hmm. so just mm-hmm. to the point I also don't really know whether that's still her I mean mm-hmm. I know that she's is still her but like just engaging with her doesn't feel like she's her anymore yeah sure she don't remember me then she just keep asking the same question who are you ah uh? are you a doctor and she just give a thumbs up <laughs> yeah doctor 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 and she mm, thumbs up yeah Mm. so yeah. yeah I guess that's that's probably what I want
1: yeah. you think it's important
0: to talk about death definitely I think
1: how often is this conversation should this conversation be taking
0: place when summer pass <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually don't know like cause you're so like it's I think most of my friends even they are Christians they are I think the idea of death, the way to approach it is also similar. I think even, sometimes also feel like even though they are Christians, there's still that sense of fear and so on. Mm. Until they started reaching out to the idea of how, you know, he's returning to the God or whatever, returning to the Father, you know, all those conversations. Uh, But I think that idea of confronting death is universal. Mm. Yeah, the idea of how to um like give comfort to someone who's grieving is also universal, mm. right? Yeah, and I feel like
2: hmm
0: yeah, just being there for people when 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 they need it when they are grieving would would be very helpful la, to most of us. Mm. Yeah. That's how I feel. Mm. Yeah. But... Yeah. But... Uh, I, I think... There's... There's not much to... F- that is a lot... is scary because... You don't know what it feels like. Yeah. That's why religion is so of attractive. I, I mean, religion has... I felt... I feel like religion is always there to answer the unknowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so... That's why I, I mean, I, I didn't remember answer. once looking out <laughs> the drama, look out the window when my dad when that had cancer. I think when, when it first happened, I was like... I kind of like, oh, is there a God? Yeah, if there's a God, then tell me why... Why my dad? You know Why him? Why not me? How, why can't I suffer mm. in the place of him? Why must he go through all this? Mm. Yeah, no answers. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember, I think when I was a kid, I also tried praying before. And I think when my grandma also, when she fell sick, I was just like praying. Hmm. like, nope, not, nothing.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> moments like this <laughs> make you I, want I, answers. Yeah. yeah. And, and make you hope that religion can provide Because you're just want, looking for answers and comfort from anywhere. Yeah. 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 And you were, at times, I also felt like, oh, I was hoping religion could give me that sense of comfort. Yeah, maybe we were, we were all we have been abandoned already la, cause of all the shit that we have done in our life. Oh, ah, that point so. it's like yeah. Like also, why then? This like, one no hope really la, eh?
1: Not worth. Um, Satan cultivating. can have <laughs> it la, Satan,
0: The devil can have have this person already. <laughs> son ah send him to hell.
1: <laughs> no, but in order to accept that it's a Satan, you must accept that it's a God. Yeah, la. yeah
0: No, so I'm saying that oh. God see us like not worth saving anymore. Ah. Not worth speaking in this one. Yeah, don't waste my time. Uh. I got 301 million <laughs> uh, prayers to answer this one. I have <laughs> 99 prayers but you, yours in one.
1: <laughs> wait, what if you talk about this kind of thing? Right? Then all the Christians start sliding in your DMs. <laughs> it's like, enough. everybody uh, is worth saving.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let them slide in my <laughs> Please DM. Please don't. Let them slide in my DM. Uh. I mean, Everybody has their opinions, right? Yeah. I'm I'm not trying to condemn yeah, 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 what, what yeah. other people believe in. Yeah. I mean if if you're a Christian, yeah, good for you. Like, yeah. But I have my own beliefs, so yeah. We can always agree to disagree. So anyway, I think we can end this podcast. Uh mm. I spoke so much on this. Yeah. Sorry event. Oh. You're just here to cry with me. No! <laughs> But thanks okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dina's on you. Uh, I uh, Dina has always been on me. <laughs> Says who okay, like you of hair. But thanks for listening. Uh this is a very heavy somber, somber podcast. Yeah. Uh yeah. Thanks. Um, I think when you see this this should be in October. This October. Be the October episode. Wow. Yeah. I should be back. Great
1: tomorrow. for spoopy October. Halloween, right? Spoopy. No? No. Not spoopy.
0: No. Okay, you can. We can move on. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, the sound quality. I don't know whether this is better. I need to edit to know whether the sound is okay. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have things that you want to share or so on uh do drop slide in the comment slide like my DMs. Follow me at, Sh- at Kenough Ng G-G, Triple oh. Gs or you can follow Evet Yvette at Yvette's journal. Yeah. Or you can find me on, on Facebook at Peer Productions or my YouTube channel. So Yep. Yep. Um That's all. Thank you and uh we'll see you guys soon.
2: Bye!